Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. This is going to be a great show, and I'm looking forward to sharing my guest, Dr. Arcella, with you. But I want to tell you about what happened to me yesterday. I had the opportunity to speak to a local group here in Tyler, the Salvation Army, the Women's Auxiliary. It was about 60 people, 60 women. And, you know, many of our local organizations are supported by women. We serve such an important function in helping organizations like the Salvation Army, the Symphony, in most communities and other nonprofits survive in this day. I see more and more of our younger generation not being called to that call. I don't know where, what they're doing, but anyway, they're not in many of these organizations, which if that persists, it, mean, it will inevitably mean that the organizations will suffer. But one of the things that I like to talk about, of course, is my personal story, which I will not share with you today, but five of the steps that I used after I went through my divorce to reground me, to start me again on my path of just knowing who I was, because I had had lost my way when I was in my 20s and I married and I had children, my, of course, my function was to serve them. And many women just put their lives on hold. So we're reconnecting with that a little bit today. That's what I talked about yesterday. But one of the very first tools that I gave them was to get acquainted with who they are. And, you know, I wrote a book about getting acquainted with who you are. It's called Effortless Happiness. Now, the, the main crust of that book, thrust of that book, was to identify those five top values that you have in your life. Because those values really run your daily life. They help you make decisions. They help you make decisions about who you'll marry, who you'll hang out with, what you'll do in your life, and how you spend your leisure time. Not knowing those, and I can promise you, there is a 80% chance that most of you out there listening have never done this exercise to find out your values. 
That's what sets you apart. That's what makes you special. And not knowing that is really um, a big hole in identifying your love of loving, of knowing yourself. I'm going to give you an example of my core values or my values, which we are often many times referred to as core values. But just so you'll have some idea, if somebody walked up to you at a cocktail party and said, what are your core values? You'd look at them like, what are you talking about? So this is what you will be able to share with somebody at a cocktail party. But more important, you'll be able to use this information to select friends, mates, uh, jobs, make decisions, and really win in your life. Because it's all about making life effortlessly happy, isn't it? So, my core values are family, travel, beauty, honesty, learning slash growth, and freedom. Now, I have many other values, but they're not, those are my top ones, and the top ones really do rule your life. I encourage you to go to Amazon because it was an Amazon bestseller. You go and order your book. This book is like a workbook so that you can do it in your home. Now, if you have problems with it, you can always get to me. Just send me a message on Joyce Buford Empowers, and I will be Johnny on the spot to support you in whatever way I can. But this is the first thing that I shared with those ladies at that workshop yesterday, at that speaking opportunity yesterday, because it's step number one of the five steps that I shared with them. Regaining, regaining control of you and starts with knowing who you are. So get your copy, go to Amazon, order um, Effortless Happiness, How to Find Your Voice, and finally ask for what you really want. You can just go to Effortless Happiness. I really encourage you to start getting to know the wonderfulness of who you are. You have so many treasures, so many values that need you need to be aware of. Now, I want to tell you about our guest. I met Dr. Arcella, I think it's been three or four, five years ago. She was such a delight, such a wonderful person. We were in a workshop together in Atlanta, and she is from the Atlanta area. And she was just absolute, one of those people that you're just attracted to when you meet. But let me tell you a little bit about her. This may explain why she so, was so attracted, attracted. I was so attracted to her. Dr. Arcella Trimble, Ph.D., is a licensed psychologist, consultant, and master teacher. She is an expert in learning, behavioral modification, research, and training. Dr. Arcella received her BA in psychology from Spelman College. She received her MS degree 
her master's degree from professional counseling from Georgia State University. She obtained her PhD in psychology with a emphasis in school psychology from the University of Southern Mississippi. During her tenure at the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, Kennedy Krieger Institute, I hope I said that right, Dr. Dr. Osella specialized in parent training and marriage and family therapy. So, you might say she's a little qualified to talk about this subject today, because that is what we're going to be talking about. She has more than 20 years of experience, and Dr. Arcella has worked with clients in mental health facilities, businesses, schools, and she has a successful private practice in the Atlanta area. So welcome, Dr. Arcella. Thank you for having me again. I'm so happy to be back. Well, you know, I it I don't remember how long ago it was. It's been two or three years, but you know, life yeah. keeps growing and we all seem to be addressing the same issues. Isn't that amazing? We may yeah. have had stress, but <laughs> more stress. <laughs> but I am so excited to be talking about because my audience out there are women going through transition. And some of the topics that we're going to talk about today, I'm really excited to share with them. So how did you decide to go into your field? Well, I had, um, oh, I had actually, I'm, I saw a psychologist in seventh grade at a uh, yeah. those things, uh, the career day, yeah. and she talked about how she helped people, and you know, she she could be a doctor and all that. And I was like, oh my gosh! And then I took the psychology class in eleventh grade, and I've never mm-hmm. changed since. So, yeah, I love what I do. I love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Now you 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 do you specialize in couples? Um, yeah. So. Yeah, so now what I do, and, and as you read, I've done a lot of things over the years, but yeah. my main uh, practice now is marriage and family therapy. I work with a lot of couples, and I actually work with women, and I work with men to figure out how they can get back into relationships or navigate the relationships that they're already in. So, yeah, right. so now I do a lot of relationship work. Well, I know when we were visiting yesterday, that there were some ahas that I was going, oh, yeah, really? And some of the topics that we talked about, redating, how to select and all this, is very important to that woman out there that is still wanting a relationship. Because not all women want a relationship, again, after experiencing a failed relationship or one that went south. Um, as we say in the South, um, <laughs> but one that just didn't, um, it didn't really complete their vision of what a marriage would be or what a relation would be. There may be somebody listening that's never had a relationship, and so they're anxiously wanting to um, experience that in their life. So, when somebody is selecting a mate, do you have any guidelines that 
a woman might need to be aware of? Yeah, well, um, I'll go back real quick and just tell you one of the, and we were kind of talking about this before, but one of the things that I decided to do was, you know, I'm pretty busy. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, I I was divorced in, gosh, it's been almost, I was divorced now as long as I was married, so about 13 years now. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I wouldn't mind doing the relationship thing again. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was thinking, what do I need to do? And so I had to start mm-hmm. to think to myself, how do I personally get back into this? So then I started to think about the things that you're asking me now. But one of the things that um, I talk to people about in terms of relationships is, first of all, deciding that you want one. Mm-hmm. So even if you haven't been in one before, you want you have to make the decision whether you, whether you want one or not because it changes how you operate. And as you get older, you operate or start to operate in a certain way, or as long as you're single, you start to operate in a certain way. And so the first decision that I have people make is to decide if they want to be in a relationship because something would have to shift when you decide to be in a relationship. You're going to have to compromise something. And if you're not ready to do that just yet, then a relationship probably wouldn't be the best thing for you. Well, Dr. As I was, you know, every little girl is, uh, I'm going to say brainwashed, not in a bad way, but as children, as little girls, I can remember at four years old, I was listening to a little record set called Cinderella. And back then, the records were on 45s, which maybe some of my listeners will remember those 45s. But this was the cutest little book. It was it was designed for my age, and it was about the fairy tale of Princess um, of Cinderella. So even today, we read that book, we show that book. We there's always a new Cinderella movie coming out. So from a very early age, we are programmed for the experience. I think of marriage. And then we get there, and then we go, I want to marry a prince. What happens to the prince? Because there aren't many princes out there. You know what I mean? Because it's not realistic. I mean, even a prince has a few problems. So don't you think? that? Yeah, and and that goes back to the question. The question you asked me of what what do people look for? The, one of the first things that I have people do, and it seems so simplistic, but you'd be so surprised at how many people don't do this. I actually ask them what they want and make them write it down. How you just talked about ah, earlier like about that. writing your values. I actually yeah. have tell me the list, and especially people who are already in a relationship, it is so funny because they'll make a list, and then I'll say, okay, tell me how your current partner matches the list and most of the time they don't they don't even match the characteristics they want don't even match the person they're with and uh but the worst part is they still end up staying in the relationship but anyway how does that and, happen well how because it's it, because they well, don't uh, ever do that exercise well no they do it but the problem is other things that impact it so the time that i spent in the relationship or um i i don't believe so it's a funny thing you're saying that we see the Cinderella story, but then once you realize there are not a lot of princesses out there or it doesn't turn out <laughs> the way you want it to turn out, then you don't believe it can happen for you. So this right. might be the best that I can do, so I'm just going to stay here, and I've invested the time, uh, and what if he doesn't exist? Yeah. yeah. Yes. 
How mm-hmm. frustrating that must feel to settle. Right. 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 Oh, my yeah. gosh. That takes so much power away from you to exactly. settle. And years. People spend years. I mean, years. Years. Wow. That, that's scary. <laughs> that's scary. Yeah, so, so I've been fortunate to work with younger women now, too, and just yes. trying to get them. But it's work with older women as well. But just really sitting down and saying, what is it that you want? What are your deal breakers? Because, of course, like you said, nobody's going to be perfect. There's going to be something right. that you're not going to like about a person. There's going to be something they don't like about you. But what is it that you have to have in order to keep your peace of mind? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's really mm-hmm. what women lose when we go through these bad relationships. You lose your peace of mind. And although we're resilient as women, it takes us a minute to get back to where we were before. Like how you're saying how you help people to kind of bounce back. It takes a minute to do that, especially if they don't have people like you to talk to or listen to or, or things right. like that. So how do you keep that peace of mind? And so what person could you mate with that would keep you to, you know, or be able to help you keep your peace of mind? Right. And that's different well, for every person. <laughs> I'm just going to do a little plug here again, not for okay. Arcella, because I'm going to say <laughs> those values, they've got to find out what those values are mm-hmm. before they can even write that list. Mm-hmm. You know, the, right. the, the values that I spoke about in my book. So You're right. anyway, just a reminder that it can start there. No, and that's a really you- good point, you know, because I, like, for example, I had a really nice man that I had met, a wonderful man. I mean, nice man. Well, he was the kind of man that went to work. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to work. He And he's older. He was older than me. And he come back home. And he now, when he got home, he's like, hey, he giving you a kiss when you walk in. He, you don't even have to cook. He'll buy you something to eat. He'll buy you anything. <laughs> but he just wants you to sit there with him and watch TV. And then you go. And then the next day, you do it again. And you do it again. And you do it again. For some woman, he is going to be awesome because that's what she wants. For me... Right. I have more of a vision of a few more things that I still have to get done and a few more places I want to see and things that I want to do. So my value, and you mentioned travel, that's one of my values. And I think he would have gone with me, but that's not his nature. You yes. see, so I could have easily said, it would have been fair to either one of us. I could have said, oh, he's a wonderful man. Let me just stay here and do this. But like you said, some of the values that I had or my deal breakers wouldn't have been met. And mm. so it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have been good for either one of us in the long run. Right. And so yeah. it was sad to, to have him go, but I I just, you know, so, yeah, the values are very important. So I agree. Right. When we try and settle for a relationship, there are some of the things, these values that I mentioned, are one of the things that just just scream in your ear that you're out of alignment with who you really are. And so it's so important that they they get that, how important it is to know yourself and then go through. I love your process. That is mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm, I don't think I ever made that list, mm. you know, and how mm-hmm. how that could save you years of grief and sadness and transition. Oh, my, that's valuable. So. When they take this test, uh, or test, when they actually go through the process, can do you use this in a relationship that is failing? 
Yeah, we use it. We use it for those who are looking to get one. But yeah, it's very important in the ones that they're already in because mm-hmm. again, I have them match their mates, and usually with the couples, I'll actually have them. I have these paddles in my office, like dry erase paddles, and I'll ask them different questions. And I'll have each of them answer on the paddle as opposed to saying it out loud because, you know, when you say it out loud, people can change their answer. And so when they do that, then I found that – and then we go over the list. I found that they're either going to realize, oh, my gosh, we don't match at all, or, (laughs) okay, we do have a lot more in common. We just need to work at it or look at it differently or, or go at it differently. So, um, but I've seen many people who didn't agree on anything, and as I said, still stay together. So right. it's still other things, even though it's it's a powerful lesson. I've had mm-hmm. people who have done premarital stuff, and they ended up still getting married, even though the majority of things they didn't agree on. So right. um, I think there's other things that come into play besides right. that, but I, it's a good start. Well, you know, even that exercise would make it, it's a good awareness for them to understand that they do have these differences and, and if they are, they're aware of the differences and then they go forward, hopefully they're not totally caught off guard and shocked by the fact that they don't have much in common at all. In other words, <laughs> they've gone into the marriage with an understanding that that's their relationship. Yeah, that I mean, that makes sense in theory. I don't know if people actually practice it because, you know, that's usually how relationships break up. It's sort of small things like that, not not yeah. things. It's usually those day-to-day differences that usually right. cause people not to stay together that, that widen over time. So, um, yeah, so I'm not quite sure how they turn yeah. out, but, Right, yeah. right. Well, I'm saying those aligning alignment things that each person has in their values would be really difficult. I know in my marriage, I had a value that I thought couples did things together. My Mm -hmm. husband did not have that value. Mm -hmm. And so it became more and more painful for me as I lived a single life inside a marriage. Mm -hmm. And so you know, uh, all sorts of things start to be- develop um, in a relationship like that. So, um, in my, I don't know how, you know, we went to many therapists. And I have to say, Dr. Arcella, I was kind of disappointed in some of the therapists yeah. we went to. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. It's, it's, see a, that. it's really yeah. difficult. And finally, well, like is awesome. Yeah, I think in any profession, you know, you'll find people who are pretty good at it and who, because I went to one too that I was like, oh, okay, that wasn't that helpful. So, yeah, I do understand, (laughs) which is why I really have over the years, you know, tried to take the time to understand relationships and and also practice what I preach in my own and and really try to figure out how to make these these things work and understanding people and and how they interact and things like that. But it's all a risk, you know, it's all Mm -hmm. love is a risk The relationships are a risk. And, and I think that if we try to prepare ourselves as much as possible to the odds may be more in our favor. And so that is my goal for these last few years of my career is to how, how do I help people get along better? You know, how, how do we help them prepare so that they have a chance to stay together. Okay, so let's assume that 
somebody has gone through a divorce. So how do they let go of the past hurts so that they can move on? Yeah, and that's a tough one because <laughs> this is the thing. Many of us think, okay, I have processed it, I've forgiven the person, or they've forgiven me, and so I'm ready. I can do this. But the only part that I've realized about relationships is to, in order to truly heal, you have to be in a relationship to heal. So because some of those things that happened in the relationship, if you don't see them again, right, because right, you're by yourself, yeah. <laughs> then how do you really know that you have overcome them until you yeah. see that person? Like if you were in another relationship and that person, you said, hey, come with me to this event. And they said, no, I don't want to go. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Okay, you know, and how do you how do you deal with that? You see what I mean? Because that's yeah, going to take you back, right? Yeah. But if uh, you just went by yourself to events, then you're not going to have to work through that with somebody else. Right. So that, yeah, that's the biggest issue is that you have to be in a relationship to fix the things first. And so sometimes if we avoid the relationship or um, – we don't do, and that's why you see sometimes people with multiple marriages and multiple relationships because they haven't taken the time to do that. Or even you get in another relationship and still think it's nothing that you need to fix. There's always two sides. Anytime I hear somebody that comes to the office and they say, oh, well, it was all that one person's fault, then I oh, know no. they're not really ready because it's <laughs> always two sides to it. Always. 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 I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I hate yeah. to agree that I, ha- I contributed to my divorce, but. That's mm-hmm. I know I did, you know. Mm-hmm. Takes two, mm-hmm. takes two. Right. Hate that part. And even if your initial selection, you still select it. You see, so Ed, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's so still your part. Getting you actually have to be in a relation to heal the yourself. That's so interesting. Um, With relationship issues. Now, this is a thing, like when you talked about knowing yourself and things, my, one of my things before I started dating, I had the three M's, me, money, because I, I I'm doing things, and mm-hmm. men. So, but I put mm-hmm. me first because mm-hmm. I knew there were some things personally that I had to get over and to heal in order to be in a relationship. So it's still yeah. a combination. So there were the things that I could fix on my own for myself, I did, but the relationship yeah. stuff, I thought I had, but as soon as I get into him, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm thinking he's doing this. So why is he saying that? And why did I respond this way for this? You see? So uh-huh. some stuff you cannot fix alone. Yeah. That's, um, I think many people miss that. We think we're fixed when we go back into a relationship. And then those uh-huh. things can be, although I've not gone back. Well, I did have one relationship. But I've chosen not to go back into a relationship, good or bad, that's the way it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can, I, I recall some of those things cropping up again. Well, mm-hmm. we are going to go to a short break, and I know that you all out there are loving this. So when we come back, Dr. Arcella will be telling us more about the masculine energy and some other things that we need to know when we want to go back into another relationship because I want you to be successful and have a wonderful relationship. So when we come back, Dr. Arcella will tell us ways to find love again. 
So come on back. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are talking with Dr. Arcella today. And Dr. Arcella is telling us, Dr. Arcella Trimble, and she is telling us all sorts of things that are new in my thinking, some thoughts I'd never uh, really thought about. Um, I have been divorced for 20 years, and so... Going back into a relationship is has been tried by me once or twice, um, and maybe I hadn't healed all the areas or understood some of the areas that she's pointed out so far um, in helping us create a new relationship. But the way I want to go on and talk about how we find love again, Mar- Dr. Marcella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's so interesting because the the good thing is now we have other opportunities to do it. We have the technology. For example, um, I went online. So, you know, mm-hmm. most people are like, oh, you go online? Because I work a lot, and so I'm in my office a lot, and and uh, so I didn't really have a lot of time. And at first, to be honest, I, mean, I actually got on the old people's website. I call it the old people's website because it's 50 <laughs> and over. <laughs> Which was so, I, I don't know. Can we say the name? Sure. <laughs> oh, okay. I got on the rtime.com, and I thought oh, it was yeah. interesting. Yeah, oh. and I actually, this I expected, what I expected was I would put the profile up there and maybe get like a few men that trickled in, like here and there, you know, maybe once a month. I signed up for six months, and I was like, okay. But, oh, my gosh, you know, they started coming in, and I had met some actually very nice men and very serious men and mm-hmm. nice-looking men. And, you know, and, of course, you know, there were some men that were like, okay. But, but it was a <laughs> lot of nice men out there. And yeah. the reason that I did that, too, was because so in, in – 
you also have to figure out, remember I, I talked about how you have to heal some of your personal stuff that you can heal without being in a relationship. But the other thing is women, especially successful women, I have found a lot of them have, um, and women who have been, you know, by themselves a long time, yes. some, to take care of themselves, sometimes i found that they have more masculine energy than yeah. feminine energy. And as women, we operate and we're more powerful in our feminine energy. And so in order for my feminine energy, I felt like I needed it to circulate more. I figured I needed more masculine energy around me. And so that online piece for me was I was able to get a lot of masculine energy around me. So every day somebody's talking to you or liking your picture or whatever. And so for me, it stirred up a lot of masculine energy. And I I just think that that's important for us. You know, some people may not necessarily agree with that, but I felt like, and I think when you start to operate out of your energy, then you start to attract more people and more men or women, whoever you, you know, you're looking to attract. Yeah, out of the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, women um, have gone into the masculine energy because they go into the world of masculine power yes. for in businesses now mm-hmm. as we see more women going into those areas hopefully we'll bring in but i i think maybe the early women in that area have chosen masculine energy to empower themselves um and so maybe with more women getting into the business that'll change a bit but i i sort of understand what you're talking about we are totally different when we're in mindset of business compared to is the women female energy is that can you describe that to us yeah and I just want to add before I do that also we do it we get into that masculine energy to protect ourselves Uh uh-huh yeah because if we think of protection we think of masculine energy even though feminine energy is really a you know you know when a when a Woman gets riled up. You see what I'm saying? We're very protective as well. But when I'm saying feminine energy, I'm just meaning in order to be in a relationship, it is a reciprocal process. So mm-hmm. if you are guarded, so, so mm-hmm. for women, most of us are usually not as guarded. Most of us are usually um we, we're, we're more sensitive to certain things. If there's things that we like, they're, we're softer. And so mm-hmm. when I'm saying masculine energy is when when we're hard or when we're not as trusting or when we're skeptical or when, mm-hmm. those type of things that could stop us from reciprocating our energy. Right. Yeah. yeah. What don't, um, I would assume, I could be wrong here, but don't many of us that go through a divorce um, walk away with, uh, the trust issue? Um, it depends. It, it depends on why you got divorced. Um, yeah. but I would imagine so, but it just depends. I've, I've seen people who've gotten divorced and they trust just as easy as some, and usually those people are the ones who didn't take it and uh, feel like they had to protect themselves from it or mm-hmm. they didn't, you see what I mean? They just kind of mm-hmm. decided, okay, what do I need to do to cleanse myself of this? And then right. they just move on. So it just depends. Right. I think it just depends on your makeup. It depends on how you viewed it. It mm-hmm. depends on, you know, what happened to you to cause the divorce. So I think it's a lot of factors. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So that you met through um, your online dating. Um, is there other places that we can meet? Certainly we can go to church and you would think you would meet mm-hmm. a nice gentleman there. Are there other places, business, social groups? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, rather that we don't have to go to a bar. I mean, most women <laughs> um, have a little feel a little uncomfortable walking into a bar, but um, maybe not these days. Well, see, and that's the thing. I think that women can attract or people can attract people anywhere. But I mm-hmm. think that it is just how you decide and when you decide you're ready to do that. You know, yeah. I've talked to men who have said, and I know you've probably heard what they'll say. Oh, I, I saw a pretty lady in the store, but she was, you know, scowling at me when I when I looked at her, you know, and, you know, so I'm not going to approach her or, you know, I'm not going to go and say anything or, or when I say something there, you see what I mean? And not blaming the yeah. woman or anything like that. I don't want, I don't want it to sound that way, but I, I right. feel like when you open your energy to it, mm-hmm. that it, it will come wherever you're at. Cause we, you know, we can tell stories of people who met in the grocery stores and who met, so you can meet anybody anywhere, but if you wanted a more structured thing, actually... I think the biggest pool is online now. Now, mm-hmm. but you can also go to the events. They have a, the speed dating events still. They have on Facebook, they have a lot of groups. I'm in a couple of groups, and then they have meetups in different states and things like that. So, yeah. again, when you're ready, you can find places to meet people at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I even I have to share this one with you because I thought it was pretty clever and she's happy as a pea in a pod. Um, mm-hmm. She took Western dancing classes and met this lovely gentleman and they are having the best time because they started out doing something they love to do. They both love to dance. So it was so cute because she's so excited. (laughs) Although I haven't met him yet, I do know that I've seen them from afar. Um, And she just talks about how much they laugh and enjoy life. And and Mm -hmm. so I do know that's another place. That you can. And that, and that's an excellent point to, um, you know, doing activities that you enjoy, mm-hmm. like you said, that you can meet people. But the other point that I like that you just made, though, and I don't know if you realize you made it, but <laughs> that she is enjoying herself. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Sometimes I think when the relationships, we go in thinking, okay, I need a husband or I need this person. Well, why why can't we just meet somebody and have the energy of let me just enjoy this person? Like the guy I told you about before, yes. we didn't stay together, but we had a good time. He and I both had a good time together. You know yeah. what I mean? We enjoyed mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. You, you see? And so that's the thing that I think that people are, we're making it too much initially. When why can't it just be two humans that that get together and enjoy each other, right? And see and we see what happens, right? Yeah, good uh, good point. Now, you we talked a little bit about or have we need to talk a little bit about the barriers associated with older adults and relationships. What are those? Well, what I've been finding is, uh, first of all. Going back to what I said earlier, deciding if you want a relationship. Yes. <laughs> because depending on how many you've been in and, and how they turned out, as as we age, we might just be like, okay, I'm done with that part of my life, and I'm just going to live my life yeah. <laughs> out the way I want to live it with my peace of mind, and I'm just going to go do what I need to do. So uh, I found that a lot of older adults 
have to decide if they want to be in a relationship or not. And even if they decide that they don't, that's fine. Because, you, yeah. you know, I've seen people who live a lot of rich lives, but it's just making that decision. And sometimes other people will say, hey, you're not in a relationship. You should be, you know. So it's for you deciding yourself if you want to. Right. Um, the other thing that I've found with people as they age is they're setting their weight. And so it's I like my house this way or I come home at this time or I do this on this day and I do that on that day. And I don't care what age you are in any relationship, you're going to have to compromise. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not willing to do that or you're not willing to change anything about how you're living or, or your your life, then that probably would be difficult to have a relationship with somebody because you'd have to change something. You'd have to share or you'd have to change something. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, I found there is a topic that I want to get to, so I'm going to just open it up is that mm-hmm. we have to have a conversation about when you do start dating someone and if you are going to be sexually active, that you do need, if he doesn't want to talk about it, you need to talk about it, women, because today we need to make, and you're not the young chick that's never talked about sex, never had sex, so it's very important to have that sex talk. So tell us how we can get into that. Because yeah, for most so, of us, it would be very difficult. It might be very awkward, let's say, awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that goes, I must still go back to your values, right? So, and, and we know the statistics suggest that, that older people are having high rates of sexually transmitted diseases and things like that because I don't know if we're assuming as we age they go away. I don't really know what happens. Or like you yeah. said, we don't have to talk. I don't I don't really know what that what what that's about. But I think it's um, because it's such a difficult subject to talk about. Okay. 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 I do personally. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're right. I, I had um I taught a human sexuality class at Georgia State uh last quarter and I taught undergraduate students and I had them that was one of their talks was to talk about that topic (laughs) yeah yeah and it was so funny because a lot of them said that their parents never had a talk with them about it so they never taught them how to to have the talk and so that was like some of the and of course a lot of them were already sexually active so that was the first time they actually talked about it and i actually had one of my students come to me later actually probably last month and say she actually had to talk with her boyfriend and and all that kind of stuff so that was kind of cool but um, yeah, you're right. I agree with that. But basically, at this point, the one cool thing about aging is that we pretty much can say <laughs> what we want to, and most people don't get angry at us anymore. And so I just tell people up front, if that's one of your issues or if you know that that's going to be a part of a relationship, you should just have that up front. So I always have people ask for paperwork up front because most oh, of the time, paperwork. if you're older, you've been to the doctor. Oh. Yeah, you've been to the doctor anyway. And if you have to get yeah. blood tests and stuff, just look at the paperwork. And I recommend all the people that I work with that you have paperwork done every year. And so if somebody asks you, you already have the paperwork. And, of course, ask for the tests that they don't do. So herpes they don't usually do. But, you know, the HIV, the gonorrhea, every test that you can get for STDs, I always tell people just have your paperwork together. And you should have it done yearly. And then you don't even have to worry about it. So if you meet somebody, you already had a paperwork. And then um, – if they don't have the paperwork, then I I have my clients, and I personally tell people I can't do anything without paperwork. 
And <laughs> most people who want to do something with you, they'll go get the paperwork. Now, I've had people to say, oh, no, I don't, you know, I don't need that. I don't have anything. Okay, well, then we won't be doing anything together. So, <laughs> right? Because, well, you know. I love this. Yeah, that, I Dr. mean, that's Arcella, you have to come back and tell my audience how to do their paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Had that conversation. I'm not kidding. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or at least wear something. Yeah, at least wear something. And I've had people who come and say, oh, no, they didn't want to wear anything. I just don't understand it. You know, why would you even protect yourself? You yeah. know, so. And, and and also the other part of that, too, talk that a lot that's more uncomfortable to me than, than STDs is erectile dysfunction and, and different, um, and for women, you know, different things that might be going on with menopause and things like that. Yeah. So I think those conversations actually are more stickier than, than contraception and, and, you know, STD talk. So, right. yeah, we definitely would have to figure out about that because those things are important if you, you know, are still wanting to be active. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I remember many, uh, several years ago, maybe 10 years ago, I was living in Santa Fe and I was going on the dating sites at that time. And I remember one man having a conversation. I mean, we had just talked two or three times. We'd never personally met, um, in person and I remember him saying that he had had a cancer in his prostate and that he was not active. And I thought, that is so strange that he told me that. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and at that time, um, I was younger and I wanted a sexual relationship. But that didn't mean I couldn't have one. In But it meant um, you'd have to do differently. you have to do it differently. But anyway, it was just a strange experience for me um mm-hmm. but the guy was being very upfront with me it was kind of mm-hmm. i guess where i was in my growth you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and i appreciate that that's what i'm saying i yeah. think that, that honesty because there's some woman that he can meet that says oh, okay that doesn't matter to me right, right. and that's uh-huh. the cool thing i think it's somebody out there for everybody we just have to take the time to find the person yeah right so yeah. he'll he'll find someone and and uh or probably did who didn't who didn't mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I appreciate. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not kidding. I think maybe we need to show on this because mm-hmm. <laughs> that person that because it is an area for older listeners. But you're even sharing that younger. Um, oh yeah. Listeners need to be aware of what we do now <laughs> to protect mm-hmm. ourselves and to um, also know that our potential partner, um, where they stand mm-hmm. in their health. So good idea. Now, many times, do you have something you're offering us? I think you said you did, or you're not sure, or, or do you have anything today? I forgot to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we're doing now is we're revamping everything, but we have a, we're helping people with the dating things. And one of the things on, online, what I've been doing with coaching, is helping people with their profiles and things like that because, oh, my gosh, oh, that has been an interesting so experience. Yeah, so, yes. you know, talking about the pictures and talking about what you can say and things like that. And especially uh, uh, 
you know, just just to get you out there, to get you started. And also, I've also I also work with people just to talk about some of the personal issues that they need to resolve before they can get into the relationship piece. So today, if they use your name, Joyce, then mm-hmm. we will give them half off a coaching session. So that's usually a hundred dollars. It's only fifty. And we can sit and talk to them, and it's an hour, and we can talk to them about anything they want to talk about in terms of relationships or help them oh, with anything that they want to. That is so good. That is so mm-hmm. helpful. Um, and they would go to your email? To well, to our website. It's uh, Well, website. actually, they can, they, can, they can email us, but my website is www.peakdg.com. Mm-hmm. And then my email is drarcella at peakdg.com. And uh, my Instagram is drarcella. So in any of those, mm-hmm. um, they can let me know. And if they say Joyce, then we can get them on the books. So uh, we can help them out. Oh, okay. Your email is drarcella. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. At- Wait, no, is it, wait, is it Dr. Trimble? Wait, I don't remember well, now. Oh, it's Dr. Trimble. Sorry, it's Dr. Trimble. Yes, thank you. All right. Yeah, the email is Dr. Trimble. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay. But they can also get you on your website at www.peakdg.com. Yeah, and if they just put in the contact, it's a contact us, we'll get it, and then we'll put them on there. What's been the most rewarding part of your work, I would say, now that where you are presently? Oh, my gosh. You know, honestly, it is helping people get along better. It really is. And I know that sounds kind of cliche, but it's I, mo- the problems that people have when they come to my office are relationship problems. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's rarely a problem with yourself because the problem with yourself came as a result of either interacting in your family or interacting with uh, a significant other, interacting with friends or not having those things in your life. Mm-hmm. And so to help people just to navigate through that and to just get along better and mm-hmm. uh, to help them enjoy life. So I, I've, I'm glad that I was able to be a part of that for people all these years. Yeah. Can you say, I have a question that just popped in my mind. Uh Can you say that many of us end up marrying one of our parents? Most people do one of two things. They do what they saw or they do the total opposite of what they saw. Oh, really? Yeah. So either they marry like their father or their mother or they Say, oh, I didn't want, I didn't like how my father did this, so I didn't like how my mother did this. So I'm gonna marry the total opposite. And my job, and I'm glad you asked that question, because one of the things that I try to do with people is to have them make the decision for themselves. So that goes back to making your list for you. Now that could yes. include some of the things that you saw with your parents or didn't see with your parents, but what is it for you? Because your relationship may be totally different. One of my favorite shows to watch is a Married at First Sight. I don't know if you've seen that. Show. Well, you no. know, they just get married. Oh, my God, you got to watch it. They get married, and they don't know each other at all, like don't even know their names or anything, and experts match them up. 
And it's uh-huh. so funny that, and it's like the fourth or fifth season now, and it's so funny because they start to figure out how to navigate this marriage thing, and usually it's what they saw. Like this season, a lady's like, my father took care of all the bills, and so this new husband that she just met, she wants him to pay all the bills. You know, she makes more money. So things yes. like that, and he, he's like, no, it's 50-50. And so you already see the different values and things like that right. that conflict. And so that that's what I'm saying. If you go back and make those lists and do those type of things, then um, you can decide for yourself what you want. Right. And and that's how most people live their lives. Either they do what they saw or they do the total opposite and never really take the time to decide for themselves. Right. And so that's what yeah. really therapists and people like that are supposed to do is help you make that decision for yourself. Hmm. Well, it sounds like you would just be a joy to work with. I mean, I like that you're so open, <laughs> doctor. <laughs> I'm so open, so flexible. And, you know, believe it or not, having gone through a divorce yourself, it's mm-hmm. almost like doing field research. I know that's not the reason you did it, but mm-hmm. it just gives you so much more knowledge. Because once well, you, you know walk what? the road... You kind of have a new insight. I've well, it was funny because one of the guys that I met online, he asked me, he, we were talking, and he said, well, how can you? And at first I was like a little like, okay, he's trying to, you know, come for me a little bit. Like, you know, because he said, how can you talk about relationships and you're not in one? And at first <laughs> it threw me, threw me off for a second. But then I said, wait a minute, I, who better to talk about relationships? I've been married. I've been divorced. I... Uh been my heart's been broken before i've been cheated on i've been you know what i'm saying i've seen every gamut of a relationship that's possible and Mm -hmm. so who better to help oh you know than than me and so he's like okay you know that's a good answer but you you see what i mean so yeah yeah i agree yeah it it really is um Every time I have a shocking thing happen in my life, you know, such as the divorce, and then I had breast cancer, and and then I had my very early in my life adopted children, and I, I've always looked as though it just it's kind of like adding subjects to your line to your after your name, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it gives you such insight as to, well, I know this, and I know this, and I know this. So it's turning a maybe sad situation into a benefit, actually, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I can talk about these subjects uh, with a different uh, twist, with a yeah. I've walked the path type of thing. So exactly. I think it's good. You know, that's a benefit, I guess. But yeah. anyway, Dr. Arcella, you've been a hit just as always. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad that you asked me to come back. And, of course, you know, I'll come back anytime you need me. Well, I think I need you to come back more than (laughs) once. So, anyway, we will be talking. So I appreciate very much that you have been with us today. And I know my listeners have gained value from your being here. So thank you very much. Now, I want to remind you out there that I have introduced last week my private Facebook group. Now, you know, if you ask 10 people to buy tires, you're going to get 10 different opinions. So I have made this a private Facebook group because I wanted you to be able, if you're seriously wanting questions, to be able to come to that site and ask. The site is Second Wind. That's the That's the Facebook group. 
And so it is a private site. And the reason I did that was under advice so that you could go to that site and feel that only our family, those listeners that are from background of maybe divorce or single life or something like that, would be able to go to the Facebook group. Then there was the other thought that maybe you wouldn't want to invest in a group that until you knew me better. Well, if you've listened to me for two or three years, you know me pretty well because what you see is what you hear is what you get usually. But however, for right now, that Facebook group is a private Facebook group solely so we can actually ask for our very personal questions and wanting an answer. So I hope you'll understand that's the reason it is the way it is. And I created it so that we could have more direct connection. Because without connection, we can't grow, we can't change, we can't move. And I really want you to be present, get the most out of Second Wind with Joyce. So, that kind of tells you where I come from on this. And I look forward to next week, just as our show will be as beneficial, I promise, as Dr. Arcella was today. She was magnificent. I just appreciate her so much. So, this week, I really hope you'll think about what you want. You'll think about those values. Go get that book. And you will be back to listen to Second Wind. Have a great week. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services and